0: Three volunteers. Ah, there's all sorts of volunteers. Okay. Um, Sean will be one. You will be What's your name? Reuben will be one. Sean and Reuben come on up and I need a third one. Third one. How about you? Come on up. Okay. Sean, Reuben. I'm um, sorry. What was your name? She'll be down in a minute. And what's your name? Miriam? Yeah. Welcome, Miriam. Okay. So everybody's coming in. So you know, do you guys know what today's form is on? You don't procrastination. Procrastination. Oh. procrastination. Oh, are any of you guys procrastinators? Yeah. Yeah. yeah? All of you are. Yeah. Who is the worst procrastinator? I don't know. She didn't
1: finish her summer I assignments. School yeah.
0: She didn't finish her summer assignments. What about you? Uh, let's see. Um, you don't even know what you haven't done yet. Exactly. Ah. <laughs> well, okay. And what about you? I haven't started myself. You haven't started. You're all procrastinated. Okay. This is good. This is good. OK. Um, it's 10.30. I, even though people are coming in, I want to start this part of the, of the activity. So what they're going to be doing is uh, we're going to have a house building contest, OK? They're going to build a house, OK? And we'll just lay it right out here. What we'll do is you will have six minutes to build a house. Okay. You will have three minutes to build a house. And you will have one minute to build a house, okay? Now, th- this house needs to have a door and a window, okay? And uh, maybe a little outside yard decoration. Um, I'll let you go ahead and start. Uh, Miriam, go ahead and start. It's, here's six minutes. Okay, you guys, you guys, Sean, when it hits three, you can, uh, you can start, okay? Okay. Yeah, you know, doesn't have to be big. They're Duplos. Duplos for those of you who are not in the, the age of things anymore. Miriam has a total of six minutes. She has to build a house with a door and a window. Well, you know, if you procrastinate, you never know what you're going to end up with. She hasn't even used one minute and she almost has the front wall done, look at that. Now let's conserve Legos a little bit, you don't, you don't have to use them all up. Like, you can take a couple of parts. Oh, was that your yard decoration? That's your carport. Oh, it's a garage. I like it. I like it. She has a garage. Okay, good. Shawnee, are you watching the clock? She's used about uh, two minutes so far. I don't know. What do you think? You think Sean's gonna be able to do something in three minutes, guys? What do you think? Yeah, no problem. Look how far she's coming. It's been in only two minutes, right? Sean's good. Sean's good. What do you think, guys? Do you you guys know Ruben? Yeah. What do you think about his skills? Ruben's gonna have one minute. What do you think? Yay or nay? Yays, let's hear the yays. How about the nays? Nays, who who thinks it's not going to be so good? Raise your hand if you think Ruben's going to have a hard time. Not because he's not good. Okay. Um I don't know. If you if you if you had a house and it was raining, would you want a roof? Okay, a little sleeping area. Four, three, two, one. Sean, you got time? Three minutes. Oh, yeah, you can, you, can, you, know, you can keep on going. You got time. two minutes and 13 seconds left you got a minute 10 and you can start Sean you're doing okay I like it he's, he's a little bit more uh, compact but he knows what he needs to do huh? he only needs to have a door and a window and maybe an outside yard accoutrement 51 seconds Reuben can start one minute and forty seven seconds left total. A minute and thirty seconds left. Twenty one seconds. Okay, are you going to help me count down for Ruben? We're gonna count down and starting at ten. Remember, Reuben, you need to have a door, a window, and an outside yard implement. At nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, go. 35 seconds left. 30 seconds. <coughs> 20, 19, 18, 17. Ready, guys? 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. Five, four, three, two, one. Okay, stop. Thank you so much. You guys are great. Okay. Ruben, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Sean, thank you. Miriam, thank you very much. You have a seat. Okay, guys. What do you think? What do you think? I see that there's a garage out here. There's a window and a door. Oh, it's a little slanted, you know. Okay? There's a little bit of a ledge here if you were sleeping keep the rain off. What do you think about Sean's guys? There's a door. There's a window. There's the a palm tree. How appropriate. Okay, Reuben. we got to talk, man. Okay. Well, thank you all for coming. We appreciate it. Um, As we uh, have begun a little bit already, let's let's pause for a moment of prayer, and then we'll uh, get more into the lesson. Let's pray. Father, as we have come before Thee, um, we are appreciative of the willingness uh, that we are all here together. And we pray that you would help us to have an open mind and an open heart that your spirit may work through us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay. So, what what do you think about this kid? Huh? He's a cute kid, right? Now, what do you think his father would do if you started going up to him and, like, you know, taking away his, his juice, huh? Would the father care? Would the father get mad, upset a little bit? Yeah? What if, what if you started poking the kid with a little stick? I mean, it's a horrible thought, isn't it? What would the father do? Say it loud. If he wasn't a Christian, he would punch you. Okay, here we go. Okay, so now, what would these guys do if that was their kid, right? Okay. So we understand that you don't mess with a father's kid, right? It's a very, that father-child relationship is a very important relationship. And this is going to be important because um, we know that in the Bible... In the Bible, it talks about our Heavenly Father. And we don't always think of, of our Heavenly Father as God, as somebody that's so overly protective. Overly protective? Protective of His child. But I will tell you that God purposely has put in His Word that understanding that He is our Father, if you are His child. Okay? And just like you would never want to... Um, be Satan poking at a little kid with the father nearby, we need to understand that our Father in Heaven is really caring and watching over us. And we're going to talk about that more at the end. Uh, I do want to talk about procrastination, and we're going to talk about how that all works together. Procrastination. Why do today what you can do tomorrow? How many of you are, are procrastinators? Wow! Okay, hold on, hold on. How many of you are not procrastinators? One, two, three. No, I think that's about right. Okay, maybe four. Wow. What's wrong? Okay, let's read this real quick. Have you ever sat down to complete? No, I'm going to ask you, you're going to raise your hands at the end, yes or no. Have you ever sat down to complete an important task and then suddenly discovered that you were loading up the dishwasher or looking at Wikipedia about badgers? Uh, Or perhaps you suddenly realized that the dog needed to be fed, emails needed to be answered, homework needed to be done, or maybe you should go ahead and have lunch, even though it's only 11 a.m., and the next thing you know, it's the end of the day, and your important task remains unfinished. How many of you would say that that's... You, you've been there. Okay. Yeah, most all of us, huh? Okay, very good. Um, okay, we, we already learned how many people are procrastinators, all of us. Almost, not all of us. Okay, now here's where you can shine. What is wrong with procrastination? The task remains unfinished. Okay, speak loud. What else? It's oh, it's stressful. Why is it stressful? You off, uh, okay, so you know, you're, you're going along. You have plenty of time to do everything, but you keep on pushing it off, and all of a sudden, a lot of things pile up. Caleb? If you, uh, if you run, start running out of time, you have to do it way faster, and it won't be as good, good job. If you start running out of time, <laughs> you have to do it way faster. I like the boat. You know, okay, think about this, right? This is the procrastinator. I got my boat. I'm good. Okay, what else is wrong? Yes. Okay, very good. But you might need to know about badgers one day, right? Somebody else? Yes. It can negatively affect people around you. How? Okay, if the task you're supposed to get done for them in time, if you don't get it done in time, it's, it's going to cause them trouble, right? Okay. Yes. loud. Loud. Okay, very good. Eventually, it becomes too late. You never know, right? You never know. Okay. Sharing time. I need two different types of, of little sharing experiences here. I would like some of you to share with us all a, a time when you procrastinated, but you know everything was okay. Everything worked out at the end. And then I would like to get a sharing of... You procrastinated, and it was just a miserable failure. What do you think? i got a room full of procrastinators here. I'm sure you all have great experiences. Ruben. Uh, we had a data FSC where we had to collect information on a large topic and compare one factor against the other, and it, it was like a month-long project, if, if not longer. So you had this month-long project. I'm just summarizing for everybody, okay, and? And as every other high schooler, I started at 11 o'clock at night the morning before. The, You did an all-nighter. It all, all nighter. And? and? I had to present it the next day with no sleep, and it was just it was a miserable presentation. And it went awfully. They didn't say that's the best presentation. No. It, it didn't work, no. It, it failed miserably. Yeah, it okay. Um, you first, and then Claudia. Are we doing the bad one? Pick one. What do you got? A good one or a bad one? Okay, in high school, you have to write these research. On. long research papers, Yep. Yeah. Uh huh. You got like a month to do it, it never happens. Day of, you know, pull pulling all nighter and the next day, you come to class and you're on maternity leave. So, they never had to actually present and got away from it. Oh, that was a good one! Yay! Wow. Okay, you, Claudia. For music, we had to interview someone, and we were given over a month to prepare this. Uh huh. You had to interview somebody for a music class? Oh, yeah, and you just found somebody that was standing outside. It was the lady in the office. Okay. <laughs> Did she tell on you? Okay, go ahead. Uh-huh the teacher he was a bit angry, but... It went well, but the teacher knew that you got away with something, Okay, yes. Let it out. Like, what were you, I mean, you have a cat that's in the house, he needs to go out. What would distract you? Like, internet, Snapchat, music, music, music listening to music, playing, okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Church is important. I came home. Uh-huh. And the cat everywhere in the house, like all over the house in every single room. Every time you thought about it, he was thinking about it too. Got it? My moms, like, the cat cleaning, that's very nice. That's very nice. Okay. <laughs> Uh, we'll do a couple more. Jonathan? Uh, so when I was, I think, in seventh grade, uh, I was a very bad, lazy person when it came to school. So Before I, This is a long time ago. Yeah, this is like two years ago. Do you, okay, and? <laughs> it's different now. Okay, it's different now. Uh, basically, like, over the months, I had, like, multiple papers, and I didn't write any of them. I'm like, oh, yeah, I left it at home, and I lied about it or something Oh, Okay. And they said it was okay. Well, it was in the middle. Okay, yeah, 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 got kind of with it. Yes? My history teacher gave us a project to do over a long week. And so the whole weekend I didn't do any of it. But then I worked on it for about like four hours, got it all done, and I ended up getting for Yay! All right, Sarah? All because procrastination is dangerous to your health. One thing to another. Okay, one more. Last one. I had two months to do a Spanish essay and we had to write it in Spanish. So I didn't have time to translate it. I kept putting it off and I'll do it later. So I took it all on Google Translate and I put it in Spanish, but it was in French and I turned it in. she failed, (laughs) failed. Okay, so this is important to have those failures because we all know that, you know, we shouldn't be procrastinating, and if we have too many successes, then we all want to procrastinate more, okay? Procrastination is the avoidance of doing a task Which needs to be accomplished? A a paper or the cat or whatever it is. That needs to get done, right? This is an important thing. Think of that poor cat. Okay? And it is the practice of doing a more pleasurable thing in place of less pleasurable ones or carrying out less urgent tasks instead of more urgent tasks. Thus, putting off impending tasks to a later time. Sometimes procrastination takes place until the last minute. Before a deadline, procrastination can take hold on any aspect of life, putting off cleaning the stove, Uh, putting off cleaning the stove, Uh, repairing a leaky roof, seeing a doctor or dentist, or submitting a job report or an an academic assignment. Procrastination can lead to feelings of guilt, inadequacy, depression, and self-doubt. What do you think, guys? Is that true? Okay. And diseases. Okay, so I am going to show you a, a, a few. Uh, there, there was a study done, and some, uh, uh, there's a TED Talk. Uh, Tim Urban gave the TED Talk, and he had a neat little few slides on, on how a procrastinator's brain works and compared to a non-procrastinator. So here is the non-procrastinator's brain, right? There is a rational decision-maker, and he is steering... The ship, right? I do things that make sense. I think long term. I am not a child, right? Now, the non or the procrastinator's brain is exactly the same. Exactly the same. <clears throat> I have some the same purpose as that guy above. They're the same, except there's that instant gratification monkey. Okay, so here is the procrastinator and his monkey. This is a perfect time to get some work done. So, what's the monkey say? What what does the monkey want you to do? Okay, let's watch YouTube videos on creatures of the deep sea, and let's go to the YouTube Spiral that takes us through Richard Feynman talking about string theory. and ends with watching interviews with Justin Bieber's mom. Okay? Then, we'll reorganize our to-do list. Uh, We'll check sock prices, not stock prices, sock prices on Amazon, that's important, and split up our iPhoto albums into smaller and more specific albums. By then, it will be about 2 p.m., and we have an appointment at 4.30, so it'll be too late to really do anything at that point, right? Does this, is this, what do you think, guys? Is this true? Yes. Okay. What can stop the instant gratification monkey? What strikes fear into his heart? What? Motivation. Anna? Oh, she knows. The panic monster. Okay? When the panic monster shows up, that monkey, everybody, he's up. He's up the tree, right? And so that's what's happening. If you didn't know what's going on, that's what's happening. Okay. So... Did we talk about this? That's, is procrastination good or bad? Okay, how many think it's good? One, two, three. How many think it's bad? Well, that doesn't make sense. Weren't all of you, didn't you all say that you're procrastinators? But you think it's bad. Okay, so what is what is bad about it? Tell me. Talk to me. Yes. You can't get a thorough job done? What are, tell, me, tell me the good things. Those of you who said it's good, what are good things? Oh, if you put it off, something can come to your mind at that last minute, and you can include it. I like it. Yes? Yes? It can help you manage stress. How does it help you manage stress? So, okay, I, I think I'm getting it. You're, stress, you're stressed most of the time. So if you just take a little bit of time to watch a YouTube video on, on cats, you'll be okay. Yes? When the game's on the line, I'm in my prime. I like it. Yes. Say it loud. Oh, if you have a bad experience, you're going to learn a valuable lesson. Yes. It's easier to do a paper the, the and a class before, so you, you you take advantage of the class before. OK, we'll go here. You can remember very thoroughly because you spent all night. Yes. It's just a bad habit, right? Sarah? Sometimes the last minute you' under pressure.: OK, what was that again? When the game is on the line, I'm at my prime. OK? And that, I, think, I think we all think that. We think we're pretty good. How long, how long do I really take? need to, to do a procrastination form? What do you think? I, um, Louis Yan Louis sent me an email and, uh, you know, can I do a form? Yes, you know, we went through and he's like, okay, I'll do it. And so last night I was talking to him, really the first time, I just said, how are the forums going? Have you had any cancellations? No, no, nobody canceled on this, everything's good. And I said, um, you know, he said something about my form. I said, Yeah, I'm going to go and I'm going to, you know, start tonight. I'm going to, I'll, I'll start getting it done. And he looked at me. It's just like, You're kidding. All right. You know, and it's like, Yes, yes, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but, you know, I think the problem is, is that in some ways, procrastination is kind of a neutral thing. And maybe it's the definition of the word procrastination. You know, different people can get things done in different times. So let's look at Sean, right? So we're going to look at Miriam's house and Sean's house. Now, I would say that these are both very fine houses. But what do you think, guys? Okay? Now, I will tell you that Miriam had a bigger vision. She had more time. She was thinking. She got her garage. She got more stuff here. But, you know, Sean, actually, she was thinking out of the box a little bit, and Sean was thinking in the box, right? But that's okay. This is a very nice house, and he got it done in only three minutes. So, would you say that this was procrastinating or not? No. Was this procrastinating? Did Miriam really need 12 minutes? Eh, Maybe. Maybe not. Okay. Okay. But we know that you needed more than a minute, right? So um, the definition of procrastination is a little bit um, hard. But, you know, let's talk about procrastination. It is, um, it it is, it is being neutral. Boy, there you go. That was a last minute change. But the causes and consequences can be wrong. Okay, let's talk about some of the wrong causes okay so let's look at somebody tell me somebody read out say to me very loud what is number one okay what does this mean in your words tell me does anybody here have a bad attitude towards something they need to do go ahead tell me yeah You have to do it, but you don't like it. Does somebody have an example of th- that they have a bad attitude? Yes. All the chores are... You have a bad attitude. Yeah. And, and how do you express that bad attitude? Does your dad know that you have a bad attitude about this? Now, how does he know? He saw you? Okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay, so let's say... I need to pick up four Legos, this is my chore. And I go like this, I pick up four Legos, and I put them away. Would you think I had a bad attitude? No. So, come up here a minute, real quick. I want you to show me how you would put away Legos in a, with a bad attitude. Okay? So, okay, all right, let's start. With a good attitude, do, do it with a good attitude, four Legos. Wow! <laughs> Okay. Oh, standing ovation. Standing ovation. Okay. Okay. Four Legos with a bad attitude. Okay, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. So, guys, was that second? Was that a bad attitude? Not really? Okay, hold on. Shh, shh. Um, You got three hands here? Right in a row? No. You. Okay. Oh, so you just cut through it. I don't Okay, go ahead. Anna, you said? Oh. According to your mother, that would be a bad attitude, but not to you. Now, I would say that as a father, I saw in his eyes, you did it very well. You did it very well. He's lots of practice. Okay? He, just, he just, just the way he did it, right? And then, of course, you're going to get, you're not doing it with your heart, right? And you're going to say, what? What? How, how, do you, how do you deal with that? No, I, I, I wasn't being mean. So, like what, when it happens, when my dad confronts me? Yeah. Well, no, you don't say anything back. <laughs> yes,
1: <sir>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, so... Let's go back. Um, Whether you put the Legos away like you did the first time or the second time, was it any more difficult? No. No, it really wasn't any more difficult. Okay? So what is in your mind about any chore? Because they're all chores. They all need to get done. What is in your mind that makes you have a bad attitude? What are you thinking? Uh, It's kind of, it's not
1: really, there's no point to it. I'm just doing this because my dad made me do it.
0: Okay, there's no point to it. You're just doing... That's very... Okay, so have a seat. There's no point to it. So let's talk about it. Is there... What is a chore that you might have a bad attitude that you feel that there's no point to? Cleaning Cleaning the whole house. There's no point to that. Okay, okay. How many people would agree... That there's no point to cleaning the house. Yes or no? Oh, not too many. Okay. Give me another one. Yes. Set. Oh, were you raising your hand? Oh, you agree that there's no point in cleaning the house. Okay. Okay. Organizing your sock drawer. Organizing your sock drawer. There's no point. Is that something you have to do? Oh, wow, uh, okay. I'm okay, yes. Dusting. Okay, dusting, there's no point to dusting, right? Okay, how many of you agree there's no point to dusting? Okay, there is uh, 12%. Caleb? So this past week, as we were packing. Okay, pa- Caleb was packing. My mom
1: was also making us clean up the house. You had to
0: pack and clean. Okay, so so let's talk about this bad attitude here, right? So, yes. Yeah. Okay. Now, obviously, your mother or your father don't agree, right? Definitely does not agree. Okay. So... You have a choice. Let's talk about cleaning your room. Right? This is something that all of us have to deal with. You have a significant other in your household. Whether it's your spouse. No, probably not. Or your mom or dad or brother or sister or dog. That cares one way or another. Right? You have to live with this other person. Okay? And... What is love? Can tell me, somebody tell me what love is? God is love. God is love. Okay, I like it. If you want to show love to your, your, your mother, you know, do you get her a flower? Maybe. <laughs> you clean your room. Do we understand how that works, guys? Yeah. I mean, it's true, right? And if you clean your room with a bad attitude... Did you? Are you successful in showing love to your mother? No. So you had to do it anyway. You ended up cleaning your room. You did it with a bad attitude. You didn't show love to your mother. What's the difference? Can you clean the room with a good attitude? How would you clean it with a good attitude? Doing it before, someone asks. Doing it before somebody asks. Smiling. Without, without pouting. Okay. So this is a very... This is a very important thing. Okay? Bad attitude. Laziness. This is another cause of procrastination. Laziness. Does anybody know that Proverbs 30, or 13? There's a lion in the street. Okay? Basically, it says, you know, there's a lion outside. There's a lion. I can't, I can't go out because there's a lion outside, right? You'll, you'll go out for all sorts of other things, but you know, when it's, when it's appropriate for you, or Proverbs twenty six fourteen a door on its hinges, this is talking about a man that's in his bed, and he just rolls over, back and forth, back and forth, like a door on his hinges, right, he's not getting out of his bed, he's not doing anything, right, how many of you guys like to sleep till like noon or two o'clock on Saturday, okay, okay. Now, put it, keep your hands up, keep your hands up, keep your hands up. Um, if your parents are okay with that, put your hands down. If they're not okay with it, keep it up. Okay. Me? It, yeah? Okay. So, your parents don't want you to sleep like this, this man sleeping on his, like the door on a tinge, right? Just roll over, roll over, roll over. They think it's laziness. Right? Proverbs 24.30. I went by the field of the slothful and by the vineyard of the man void of understanding and lo, it was all grown over with thorns and nettles had covered the face thereof and the stone wall was broken down and then I saw and considered it well and I looked upon it and received instruction yet a little sleep a little slumber a little folding of the hands to sleep and so shall thy poverty come as one that travaileth, and thy want as an armed man, meaning you're you know you're going to be you know robbed of everything, right? You're you're gonna you know an armed man you're going to be want, wanting all of a sudden. So laziness. Okay, what about improper priorities? What do you think about that one? You guys have problems with that one? Give me an example, Anna. Watching YouTube instead of studying, yes. Playing video games instead of Okay, that's, you know, I, I'll tell you, I have a very uh, successful businessman. I, he had come to our facility, and he was just complaining about the status of, of people, of workers that come to get a job. And he said, they're all vidiots. Every one of them is a vidiot. This is what he called them, vidiots. They didn't know how to work. All they knew how to do is play video games, Okay. Uh, Wrong causes, lack of foresight, poor time management. I'll get this done in no time. Ruben, if I had told you, if I had given you a choice of how many minutes you would want to build a nice Lego house, what would you have said? Uh-huh. So, you think three... You wouldn't have gone for ten. No, I would have gone for ten. You would have gone for ten. If you really had to... I thought it was six years. No, no, no. If you had... Whatever time I told you. I, Ruben, I want a nice Lego house. What would you tell me? Give me ten minutes and you can live. You, you can live in that thing. Okay? So, he has a pretty good understanding of what his Lego abilities are, right? And I bet he would do a fantastic job with ten minutes. Right? Whereas somebody who never played with Legos or Duplos, ah, you know, maybe they're going to say one minute they don't know. So improper priorities, a lack of foresight, time manage it. Um, so the Proverbs thirty-one woman thinks ahead. She prepares clothing for her house. She wakes up at night to get food going. Uh, she she laughs at the days to come, rejoices because she's ready. She is prepared, right? Okay. Um, self-centeredness. Not, you're not concerned about anybody else who's involved. How about that? Did, is, is that a problem for us or not really? Yes or no? You got, you got an example? <coughs> self-centeredness. Yeah? Okay, sometimes when you're doing a job halfway through, you let your brothers take over because... You just want to, you just give up. It's just like, eh, you know, this is my job and I'm going to give up halfway through. Yes? <laughs> Loud. So your little sister is being evil because you are not playing with her. Is that what you're saying? You okay. You know, and your mom is pleading please come down you know I'm cooking dinner maybe maybe you can cook dinner and let your mom play with her huh no it's probably easier to play yes so if you know people are coming over and it's time to clean you just disappear okay And you could have done it way before. Way in the back. Yeah, and, that, and let's just go back to love, right? Are you, are, do you really care about somebody? You know, Basically, we love ourselves. I care about me and my comfort. I want to go play in the woods. I want to watch YouTube. I want to organize my sock drawer. Whatever it is. But mom, dad, you know, partners on a team, I don't care. You know, my things are more important, right? And so it's really, you can see how this would, if, if you look at it from their point of view or your point of view, if it depends what you are, you can see that procrastination is really, we know it's bad, right? We know it's bad. Let me get through here. We got, we're going to talk about uh, the wrong, uh, so wrong causes. Those are wrong causes, wrong consequences, uh, Sarah said it, there's stress, and the Bible says be anxious for nothing, right? There are unfulfilled commitments. The Bible says when you vow a vow, defer not to pay it. Others' roles are impacted. I'll give an example of how that's going to happen, group projects, cause a friend. I, I'll tell you, I don't know, it was probably 25 years ago now, um, I was part of the CFG, I had worked with somebody, they were going to be the guest speaker, and they were going to come up and do a topic, and everybody's there, everybody's in the room, it's like, where's the guest speaker, he's not coming, you know, and finally he comes in, probably about five minutes late, and he catches me at the door, and it's like, "Uh, I can't do this, I'm not prepared, it's like, what, you're you're kidding, right, no, I, I can't do this, it's like, wow, talk about impacting, right? Okay, uh, shoddy work, a uh, product is inferior because they don't have enough time, to put, they don't put enough time in it, unforeseen obstructions, sometimes emergencies come up, and the time that you thought you had won't be there. Somebody had given an example of that, right? You think you're going to be okay, I got this, it won't take me any time. But instead of doing it now, you put it off, and then all of a sudden, there are other things that come on, and and you could have done it, but you didn't. Uh, and then, spiritual decline, salvation could be lost, blessings could be lost, opportunity to do good could be lost. Uh, Felix, if you remember in that uh, account in the scripture, uh, you, you're, he says, "Paul, Paul, you know, go thy way. You know, talk to me at a more convenient time. At a more convenient time." Okay, solutions. Okay, guys, here it is. Solutions. Break up the task into manageable sizes. Okay? So, do one task a day before any other leisure activity. So, put a note, put a post-it note on your computer. You know, when you go to bed at night and you know you need to get up in the morning and put out the trash or let the cat out, put a post-it note right on that cell phone and it says, Before I take this post-it note off my cell phone, I will take out the trash. Right? And so now you're going to get up, and you really want to see, because you, know, you, you heard you know, Snapchat going off, or Instagram, or whatever you, you had going. It's going ding, ding, ding. Oh, what's that? Right? There's a note. I wrote myself a note. And it says, what's it going to say? Take out the trash. What's it going to say? What's, it gonna, what's that note on your cell phone going to say? Tell me. Take out the trash. Another one. Why, how about your own notes? What are you going write? Clean your room. Let the dog out. Okay. What? Do your schoolwork. Do your schoolwork. Yes. Okay. You, you get it, right? Do, break up the task into simple plan. And maybe, maybe taking out the trash is too hard. Maybe first you have to go get... The three cans from upstairs in the bathrooms and bring them down then i can look at my cell phone for a minute and then you can take those three and you dump them into a bigger one and you take it outside and then you can look at your cell phone for another minute but just do something other than nothing okay or maybe you can hire your little brother to take out the trash huh you like that you're taking care of it okay um You can write down or think about the names of everybody who will be affected if you procrastinate. These are on bigger projects, right? You can, you know what? Let's say somebody asked me to do a form. You know, somebody said, I would like you to do a teen form. And I'm really not going to do it well, you know. I know I'm going to procrastinate. It's like, I don't care about those kids. Right? So what I probably should do is say, nah, I don't want to do the teen form. It's too much work. That's what I should say, right? Or I look there and it's like, well, but if there's nobody else that's going to do it and it's important to God, you might not have that option. And in our sermon that we had the other night, it's like, think about it. Am I worried about myself? And all the time it's going to take to, to put it together in a form? Or do I care about you guys? Right? I care. So we're going to do it. Um, use a calendar. Oh, I love my calendar. I love talking to my phone and saying, "Okay, Siri, remind me." Oh, sh- okay, remind me to do this or remind me to do that. Right? Um, that helps me because I am a procrastinator at heart. Also, um, ask somebody to help you be accountable. These are all things. If you have cell phones, just reach up and take a picture of this right now, so you can learn and remember it. Because you're not gonna, you're not gonna um, do this. You're not going to look this up later, OK? So let's talk about bricks, OK? No one builds a house. What? How do you build a house? With bricks. Let's say it's bricks or lumber, right? Let's, you build a house with Legos. So do you, I just like, here it is, the, here's, and I go, there's my house. No, right? Sean, how did you build this house? One brick at a time, right? So this is an important thing. That's why we use Legos. One brick at a time. Nobody builds a house all at once. They lay one brick and again and again and again until the result is a house. Procrastinators are great visionaries. They love to fantasize about the beautiful mansions that they will one day have built. But what they need is to be a gritty construction worker who methodically lays one brick after another, day after day, without giving up until a house is built. Okay? Nearly every big undertaking can be boiled down into a core unit of progress. It's a brick. The 45-minute visit to the gym is a brick of getting into great shape. So if you want to get into great shape, (coughs) maybe you're going to go run a half mile. That's a brick, every half mile. If you never run a half mile, you're not going to ever be a runner, right? But if you just run a half mile, and then you maybe another half mile, you're going to build up these bricks, right? Um, The average, let's say, a 30-minute practice session in the brick of becoming, is is the brick of becoming a great guitarist. How many of you would like to play guitar? Oh, that's a good number, 30% or so. And do you think you could just pick up the guitar and start playing it? Okay? No, it takes practice, guys. You know, even those who think, you, really, you need practice. Okay. Uh, the average day in a wannabe author's week and real author's week looks almost the same. The real author writes a couple of pages, laying in a brick. <coughs> the wannabe author writes nothing. 98% of their day is otherwise identical. But after a year, the real author has a final draft of a book, and the wannabe author has nothing. It's all about the Bricks. 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 You gotta break your task down into little bricks. Okay. Is there any significant event right now in your life that you should be preparing for? What do you think? College? What other things? Judgment Day. <coughs> Judgment Day. How appropriate. Okay. Here are some bricks. <coughs> you need to read. Now, when I say read, you just need to know what the Bible says is true. Right? You need to know the truth of life. If you watched YouTube videos all day long and it had nothing to do with scripture, right? You're going to think that, yeah, I don't know, you you can blow things up, you can tear things down. You know, there's all sorts of things that you can... You're going to think, this is life, this is how people are. But really, this is not real life. You need to read and you need or hear or talk about things that are true. And then you need to realize that they really are true. Right? And then you need to repent, which is this godly sorrow inside that you're sorry that you've been doing these bad things. And then you need to react or do something about it. Right? Who's that? The panic monster. Okay? Okay, what's the panic monster doing when there is no deadline? He's what? He is sleeping. When there is no deadline, the panic monster is sleeping. And this this is a problem, because with your eternal. Destiny in mind, it's kind of a far off thing, or maybe not so far off. Uh, I've asked Brother Danny to come up and share uh, about four or five minutes, and he's going to talk about um, the panic monster awaking in his life. I'm going to give you this, uh, let me just clip this on you real quick. There you go, and put that in your pocket.
1: Okay. So, the panic monster. So, a lot of you guys probably heard my testimony four or five years ago, but uh, Brother Joe asked me to share a specific part of it. Uh, So, I can't say I was procrastinating on my salvation because truly I didn't care. I had given up, I had started seeking God and I had given him up and I didn't care. I was having fun, I was doing my own thing, living my own life, I was partying, drinking drugs, all that fun, fun stuff, right? It's not actually fun. We discussed that in the guy's dorm. It's not fun. And um, I had not been to church for a long time. Because when I'm something, I'm that thing. And right now, I was a sinner who didn't care about God. And so that's what I was going to be. I wasn't going to go to church and fake it. Put on a smile. Sing the song. Act like everything was honky dory. Because it wasn't. I didn't care. So I hadn't been to church in a long time. And I missed my church friends. And my brother invited me to go up to Shaver Lake, which is up in a mountain, we go uh, once a year, and we basically do a snow weekend, everyone uh, from church goes up there, we build uh, slides in the snow, and we take sleds and we go down, whoever can get there the fastest, we, you know, everything, we just have fun, and I was like, ah, whatever, it's not a big deal, you know, it's just, it's church people, I miss them, I want to hang out with them, and all I have to do is put up with one day of church. And that's going to be pretty easy. And it was going to be a half day. So I was like, eh, sure, I'll go. So we got in the car. Joe's son, Daniel, was driving. And uh, we started going up this mountain. And it was dark. It had been raining a little bit, but it it wasn't raining anymore. The roads were pretty dry, and the speed limit was 55. And so we're going on this not even super curvy road. And we're continuing on. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, to this day... I can tell you I don't remember seeing a sign. There was no speed limit reduction. I was sitting uh, passenger side and uh, the cook brother, Matthew, was sitting in the back. And out of nowhere there was a sharp turn to the right. And so Daniel took the turn as, mu- as best as he could. But then we started sliding. And there was no guardrail, And legitimately, we couldn't see anything. And we started sliding towards the edge of this cliff. And The panic monster. To say the panic monster set in is a small thing. Because suddenly, I was looking out this window, seeing darkness sliding towards it on my side. And I saw hell. Because to me, it was death coming. And I was living so wrong and I didn't care. And for me, I was one breath from hell, and I had my phone and my iPod. We had Born to be Wild playing, and I just threw everything up in the air, covered my neck and head, and just in my heart cried out, God, please save us. We missed every boulder. We missed every tree that we could have hit on the way down. And we rolled six or seven times. We ended up in a river, but we, only our trunk had landed in it because if we had rolled one more time, we would have been upside down, drowning in the water, But God saved us. And that was the turning point for me. After that, there was no going back. My procrastination was over. My time apart from God was over because he woke up. God woke me up with the panic monster. And don't wait for that to be you. Don't wait for the panic monster to set in for you. Do it now while you're here at camp and there's nothing to be panicked about. There's still always something to be panicked about. Judgment Day, for one because you never know when your time's going to be, when you're going to be looking out the window, seeing darkness, and recognizing hell's on the other side. Here it is. Thank you, I was about to
0: rip my shirt. Okay, thank you for that. Um, If there is one thing that you should not procrastinate on... Okay, it's your relationship with God, right? So it's like, what does this have to do with your relationship with God? Anybody know who that is? Huh? That is, yeah, I married that girl, okay? Now, I I met her at camp, actually. Um, That's not the whole story, but I just put this up so we can talk just a little bit about relationships, because... I think a lot of us have, uh, a lot of Christians, definitely everybody who's not a Christian, there's maybe 8-10% to atheists who don't believe in any God, but the rest of the world that believes in something other than Christianity kind of thinks that there's a God and kind of thinks of um, a scale. And if you do more good things than bad things, at the end of it all, God says, you know, you made it in. Come on in. Or he says, Nope. You missed it by two points, down the hell you go. Or to wherever else. But it's kind of like the scale. If you do good, you're in. If you don't do good, you're out. And you won't know until the end of judgment day. That's when you know. But the truth of the matter is that God is our Father. He wants a relationship. And if I were to say to Lori uh, back then, I said, you know what? You're a pretty nice girl. I think I want to marry you. But you know, before that, here's a cookbook. I'm borrowing this from John Lennox. He's a, a mathematician out of uh, England and theologian. And he, uh, he gave this talk and I thought it was well, went well. He said, you know, Laurie, here's a cookbook. And if you do pretty good by that cookbook, 30, 40 years from now, and yeah, you keep it pretty well, then we'll, we'll see if, if we get married, right? But we'll just... You know, kind of play it by ear. What do you think she would say? What? Leave me alone. Okay. Is that how you start a relationship? No. Right? And because our relationship, you would never, you would never think it sane to have a relationship with anybody where it's like, you know, you got to be good, and if you're not good, you're bad, and you're out. Right? No, a relationship is that we're committed to one another. And precisely because we're committed to another one, or one another, um, is she's free to want to learn to cook or to do whatever else. Right? She's free. To, we talked about love. Remember what love is? Right? So I am free to look for ways to show her how I love her. Not because I need to keep a rule, but I want to show her how I love her. God, he loves us. He's already showed us how he loves us. We know that part. That's the easy part. It's clear. He's done his part. And he's saying, I want you to be my child. Remember that baby at the very front? Right? You know, he's all happy there, right? But babies aren't always happy. Sometimes they're pouty. Sometimes they're, they're giving their fathers a hard time, right? Maybe not babies either, right? But do the fathers love them any less? No. Do they like what they're doing? No. But the fathers don't love them any less. In fact, it's precisely because they love them that they chastise them, that they want them to be better this is the relationship that God wants with us. Not one of, I gotta clean my room, I gotta put the brick away, I gotta take out the trash. But no, Lord, you've done so much for me. Are you procrastinating? Are you doing things that just have no what was you know, somebody said, Little and unimportant things. Where, are you filling your life? Are we filling our lives with small, unimportant things? And not getting the big things done. There are so many blessings. There are so many blessings that I've received being Mary the Lori. It's just like, why would I put that off? Why would you put off a relationship with Christ? Thank you so much.